Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Mike Searock Sirocco. Searock is the CEO of People Building, Inc., He's a performance coach, author, dynamic public speaker, visionary, and thought leader. He's been featured by Yahoo Finance as one of the top business leaders to follow in 2020 and is on a mission to build people. C-Rock, thanks so much for joining us. What's up, Seth Green? How you doing, man? I'm awesome. Glad to be here. Likewise, likewise. Let's go back in time. I know you weren't always recognized as one of the top business leaders to follow. How'd you get started? Well, I've been in business uh, in sales since 1998, and I started uh, in the mortgage industry in 2002. Six And once I did that, uh, I wasn't happy being a loan officer by itself. I wanted to help other people. So the only way I saw to really help other people, and I'm not talking about just my clients or customers, but the people around me, I saw a lot of people that needed help. And so I just started focusing on helping other people even prior to becoming into management or, you know, running a business. And I learned a lot from that. But not only that, I was providing value. And so those two combination things being, being a value add to people around me for, for no reason other than to just be helping them and allowed me to, to really elevate my game. So that's how I got started. And then eventually we started opening up mortgage branches. And from there, it's just expanded into podcasting and coaching and consulting and all that. So uh, that's where it all got started. That is awesome. And I'm sure the longer version is in one of the books. So let's talk about um, what are you made of? How, how, did you, how, did, how does one wake up and decide to start a movement? And then tell us a little bit about what it's all about. So back in uh, two, about two years ago, uh, you know, I was going through the, the, the motions every day of our mortgage business and trying to grow it and help our people get better and you know, I started telling them, guys, we got to get on social media and get our name out there. We got to do better. We got to post every day. And I was preaching and preaching and preaching. Then I became aware of the fact that I wasn't doing enough myself. And so what kind of role model was I being for them and, uh, you know, to, to take action? So I said, you know what, guys, I, I made a mistake. I'm admitted to my team that I'm not doing enough myself. I apologize and I'm taking ownership of that. And now you're going to see a difference. So from that point forward, I just got up every day obsessed with figuring out a way to get known and, and, and not just in a local market, but on a global level, like, you know, thinking if I can get known globally, if I can figure out a way, I know there's a way because other people have done it, then the local market will take care of itself. And more importantly, it'll be a great example for my team. 
And so I started doing that. And then I, I, I started sharing my story after hearing another guy's story about his father and his relationship. And I said, you know what? I have a story like that, but I don't think anybody would care about it. And I, I didn't really, you know, I underestimated the power of a story to inspire millions of people. So I felt the way I felt after hearing Pete Vargas share his story on the 10X Growth Con stage. And I said, man, I can do that. And so I started sharing my story timidly, just like giving a little bits and pieces. And then I was blown away by people's reaction. So from there, I said, you know what? Let me start doing some podcasts with other people and see what it's all about. I had no idea. I was thinking podcasting was difficult. Um, it's still, there's some, there's some difficult things to it, but I thought it was a lot harder. And so I noticed after being on a couple podcasts that, man, I can do this. So I got on my own thing and I said, what, what should I name it? And Seth, I speak to myself a lot. I talk to myself a lot and I believe in positive self-talk. And one of the things I always say to myself is, what are you made of, man? Come on, let's go. Times get tough. I'm like, come on, pick it up. Look at all the stuff you've been through in your life. And so I said, you know, let, let me name it. Cause what are you made of is what I live off of and sharing your story is what you're made of. And then people started coming on and wanting to come on the show. And just, I got overwhelmed with, with guests. Everybody wanted to share their story. And so that's where it came from. And, and, you know, I like inspiring people, man. It's a great feeling to be a hero to someone and, and inspire them and make them feel good. And so that's where it all stemmed from. Absolutely. And that's absolutely beautiful that that's how it evolved so what are you teaching people? You talk about what are you made of. You talk about starting with the foundation. Tell us a little bit about kind of how that process works. So first of all, I have one dominating rule, and that is to turn all setbacks, letdowns, negativity into rocket fuel for your future. Because everything that I've been through in my life, I've never settled from it. I've never played a victim role. I've always used it. And I didn't really become aware of what I was doing. I was just naturally somehow doing this. And then elevating myself, the more setbacks I have, the more people that, that, that doubted me, I just kept climbing. And I'm like, I got to analyze this because this is powerful if I can bottle this. So what it is, is it's not just being able to come back or recover from a setback. It's proactively doing it. Proactively knowing that setbacks, negativity, negative people, that's going to happen. And it's part of the journey. And if you know that going into it and you can grasp this concept ahead of time, then what happens is when you do become into a situation where it's pulling you back, you recognize it quicker, a trigger goes off, and then you realize, okay, wait a minute, this is fuel stored in my tank, not my trunk. Don't let it weigh me down. And then you blow past other people. And one last thing, I use rocket fuel. I say rocket because rocket's the only thing I know, rocket fuel, to get you into orbit. I don't want to just go someplace. I want to go someplace away from gravitational pull. Have you heard of the term F you money? I'm sure you have. Yeah, absolutely. F money. What about F you happiness? What about F you contentment? What about like being able to choose the problems you deal with every day rather than somebody else throwing them on your plate? I feel like that's where we're all trying to get to. And some people just sit back and settle after a while because they get beat up so much. So in order to get to orbit, we need rocket fuel. And that's what it's all about, man. Awesome. So you, are, you and your three best friends built one of the most profitable divisions um, within nation lending. How did you pull that off? I'm sure the longer version, I'm sure that entire story could be in a book if it isn't already, but talk a little bit about how you decided to make that the team and then what makes your division so different from all the others? So first of all, we uh, went through a, a phase and we went, took a company to 10 million in revenue and it took us about six or seven years to get there. And that company came crumbling down because of lack of culture. 
And so you can make money in business. Uh, you'll end up, you'll end up uh, basically, you know, crumbling at some point because what happens is when people are faced with a decision, when there's a lack of culture, they will always choose themselves over the team. And so we realized that and this, this company that we were working for crumbled down. So the next move we made in another platform to Nations Lending, we said we need to find a company with culture. We're going to create our own culture. Our own based on four areas. One is big vision, big, big, clear vision, big goals. We're going to make sure all of our team knows about what it is. And we're going to make sure our team's personal goals line up. They're in alignment with our team's goals. That was number one. Number two, we have gratitude sessions. Every week we go through a gratitude exercise with the, the whole team where each person will name a person from the week before the something that they went out of their way and did and they're thankful for them. That reduced, uh, reduced any animosity that we had between producers and processing staff, which was a problem in the past. The third thing is unlimited income potential in business. If you can have every single person, even non-salespeople, bringing in revenue into the company, one, obviously it helps the company, makes it stronger. But number two, the individual that does that, that's not in sales, can change their financial situation. And so we don't give raises here because we just show people how to go get more money. So it's an unlimited income potential. And finally, we have a group accountability. We don't just have accountability from the leadership down. All of us hold each other account, accountable because we know that if one person is pulling us back as a group, it affects each and every one of us. So we use those four things to focus on culture. And when we did that, we started seeing marked differences. Uh, we also added training every day. In order to be great, you need to train. You need to train on what you're doing and not practice on your customers. So every individual in our company trains every day for about 15 to 20 minutes on what we do every day, sales, communication, customer service, et cetera. And then we just started stacking wins, little wins, little wins. And before you know it, the snowball effect took place. And now, you know, it's something that we have really, really big goals. Like we're doing right now about 20 to 30 million a month. And we're, our goal is to get to a hundred as fast as possible. And so I think that having that carrot out there all the time is something that keeps us going. Yeah, I love the big hairy audacious goal. That is awesome. So when did you, so you could be happy. You could be complacent. You could say, man, I'm crushing it. We're building this awesome division. We're growing. We're helping people with their mortgages. We're helping people finance the American dream. We're helping all of this stuff. Why expand outwards and go, I mean, you could be a guru in the mortgage industry if you aren't teaching other, not only divisions of your company, but other folks nationwide, how to do what you are doing right now. Why branch out to a bigger audience? So we are doing that. So first of all, we want to continue to grow and go after it because I'm, I have complacency issues. I have com being comfortable issues. I have, that's my kryptonite and I know it. And that's when my anxiety starts to trip in. If I start feeling comfortable or sitting back, I know it's a trigger for me. So I teach my team that. So we're growing with our, within our group. But not only that, what we're doing now is we're going to be going out and we're going to be coaching and training mortgage professionals and companies on how to build their people. We started a company called People Building. And that People Building is building organizations, people, helping them show them why it's important, what it can do for their company. And so we are expanding out right now into that with digital training, uh, masterminds and what have you, that's going to be state-of-the-art and innovative like nobody's ever seen before. Uh, I'm excited about that. And uh, so to answer your question, that is on the, on the works. And also we've been doing for a while where uh, nationwide, Nations is, a, is a, a company that's based in 50 states. And today at two o'clock, 
every, you know, once a month we have what's called dialed in and for nations dialed in. And I host that show for the whole company. And that's just as a value add to the company. Like I don't ask them for anything. I just want to do it because one, it gives me practice Two, it gives me exposure and three, I can bring value to the company and we'll bring speakers on today. We have Greg Reed. I don't know if you know, Greg Reed yeah, He's fantastic. He's coming on to speak with our group uh, because I'm friends with him. And, and now I owe him a favor. But, but we're doing these kind of things to keep bringing that to the company to show them what, we, what we're made of, so to speak. <laughs> and I love that you work today. That's awesome. So what, how do you do it all? Because you've got the original core business, then you're helping other folks in the same company, then you're gonna help other folks in the industry, and you've got the what are you made of movement and people building. How, you're a multi-serial entrepreneur. How do you balance all of that? So there's no real... Well, so balance, some, some people think that you need to do the same thing all the time and keep it balanced like on a seesaw. What I do is I find out where my attention is needed at any particular time, and then I give that area my attention. And my family comes included in there as well, right? Um, so my, my working out, my making sure I'm eating right, all these personal things come in there as well. So wherever my attention is needed, that's where I direct it. Um, but, I, but more importantly, it's not just me. I have a great team, Seth. You know, I can't, you, you can't do anything great without training and without people. And so what I've done is I've become aware of that. And I have my three best friends, my little brother are on my leadership team. And we have some employees that have been with us for a while. And my assistant, Kim Lee, that, that really allow me to do all these things. And, and they're really bought into our, 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 uh, our vision and where we're trying to go and our purpose. I think that, you know, all failures, anytime there's a failure, there's a lack of purpose or lack of commitment to the purpose. And so we've continuously preached that and focused on that all the time. And look, when you love what you're doing and you really have a great purpose and vision, like I don't feel like I work, man. <laughs> so. Absolutely. So how, all right. So you talked about your attention going to different places and helping each one of them grow and building bigger people all across the world, pretty much. So what is it? I mean, you've got so much success. What's your biggest challenge? Well, the biggest challenge is no, no offense, but when people say that to me, one, I take negative comments and all that and I turn it into fuel. But what scares me the most is when people say, Hey man, you're killing it. Hey, great job. This is something in my head psychologically that I've set myself up for with anybody gives me compliments. I can accept it. But what I do is I, I say, you know what? That's a little term to push harder. I'm not doing enough. So I don't know what it is. This is something inside of me. Maybe I'm, I'm a little psychotic when it comes to um, being, you know, not being complacent, but uh, that's, I, I'm always looking for fuel. I'm, not, I'm like, the, like the guys that drill for oil or frackers. <laughs> I'm always looking, man, where can I get some more fuel? And I can tell you like this week, matter of fact, I, I don't, this doesn't happen to me often, but this week, I'm very transparent with my journey, by the way. I share things when I have like feelings. This week, I struggled a little bit. I was like, am I going on the right direction? Do I have enough for this? Do I have enough inside of me? I was starting to question myself. And so uh, what I do when I, that happens, I just like, I push harder and I, and I start taking more action. I start figuring out, okay, where can I put more, more uh, effort to? And then it lasts a day and I'm out of it. So uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know. If, I hope I answered your question there. <laughs> You did. You brought up something. You talk about using it for fuel and looking for places for fuel. So let me ask you this. What are, I know you're a voracious consumer of fuel. What are three of the best books you've ever read? Um, I would think that, you know, non-religious books, 
Abby, well, we'll, we'll the, put the Bible automatically on the list and then the you Bible can be others. And, the Bible, and I'm not a Scientologist, but Dianetics was a, was a fantastic book to me. Um, it's about that thick. L. Ron Hubbard wrote it. Some great things in there. But non-religious books, I would say 10X Rule, The Power of Pos- or Beyond Positive Thinking by Dr. Robert Anthony. Um, and then the fourth one, or I'm sorry, the third one would probably be um, – a mix between three feet from gold and thinking grow rich, Greg Reed and Napoleon Hill. Awesome recommendations. You are a podcaster, a speaker. Who are the folks you listen to that you go to for inspiration? So my mentor, Grant Cardone is, is one of my main ones. And I surround myself with his people mainly because I believe, you know, trying to avoid any distraction, confusion, conflicts. So uh, Brandon Dawson and Richie Dolan, two guys and Jared Glant to work with, with Grant. Uh, I, I really stick with those guys mainly. And then I'll pop out here or there like with Greg Reed and just talk to him and look at some of his, his uh, content. But mainly I stick with the 10X community. What do you like best about what you're doing now? The challenge of every single day, something new coming my way and just trying to like, just to give you a little you know, background real quick. You know, when I was 11 years old, my dad gave up on me. And just because I wanted to move out of his house and he basically took a crumbled up hundred dollar bill and threw it at me and said, you're going to need this when you're living on the streets one day. I live with that every single day, not to be stuck in it, but I use it for fuel. And so I always think that my dad's watching me, even though I don't see him now, um, 43 years old, still thinking he's 60 something. And, and you know, there's, it's not by my choice that I don't get to see him or hang out with him, but I'm always thinking he's watching and he, and I got to prove him wrong with that. So that's my biggest thing is constantly riding that and using it as fuel and the challenges that come along with that. Wow. That is absolutely incredible. That's a great thing. I mean, that's awesome that you're using that for fuel and we all have those childhood wounds for lack of a better term that drive us and help us make us who you are. What advice would you give if you could go back in time to yourself when you were just starting out? I wish I was more aware of the power of sharing your story to inspire others and this, this rocket fuel concept. If I was more aware of it, I used it, but until you're really aware of it, you can't reach your full potential with it. So I wish I would have known that before because sometimes Seth, I feel right now I'm 43 years old, which some still say is young, but my window to, to do what I want to do is shrinking. So now I have high urgency and I'm trying to jam pack in as much as possible in this short window. Um, so that's what I would, I wish I would have learned some of this stuff and be more uh, open to learning and getting, gaining knowledge earlier on in my life. Awesome. For our folks who are watching or listening and want to learn more, where's the best place for them to go to find you? Instagram is my favorite at Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y-C-R-O-C, Mikey C-Rock, at Mikey C-Rock. The book launch, uh, Rocket Fuel is coming out at the end of this year. I'm going to give a lot of information on the Instagram page of where you can go get the book. Uh, there's going to be mastermind tied to the book launch and everything. We're going to have some fun. And, uh, so yeah, just hit me up there, DM me, follow me, engage with me there. I'd love to talk to you. Awesome. We greatly appreciate it. And let's have you back to talk about the book. When the book comes out, we'd love to promote the launch for you. Sounds good. Thanks Seth. And if there's anything I can ever do for you or any of your listeners, man, just reach out. Okay. All right. This has been Seth Green from Sharkpreneur with, with, uh, C-Rock Mike. Thanks so much. Thanks brother. Appreciate thanks it. everybody for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. 
He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.